Clark, welcome to your podcast, Space Trash. Oh my gosh, thank you for having me. I'm so glad you're here. How's everything at the lake house? Oh, you know, it's lakey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, you were you were in the neighborhood the other day. I was. <laughs> were you so surprised? I was. Oh my goodness, it happened. I don't know if you want to say the name of your town, but where you live now. Right. Um, um, they, I was um, going to a bistro called Burger King. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> for breakfast on a, was it Saturday morning? It was Saturday morning. It was early. Well, I guess by the time you strolled by, it was maybe like 930-ish. Yeah. And as I was walking from from the street to my to the entrance to my apartment who do i see but my dear cousin Allie and dear cousin Owen <laughs> and we were sharing some coffee and eggs under a lovely little umbrella in front of a lovely little bistro <laughs> oh my goodness and i was so excited because truth be told my brother and i do uh every month we go to like a diner and have breakfast together mm-hmm. in a little sitcom that only we know about called All the Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, Cousin Owen suggested this little spot um, because he noticed it when we were helping move you in. And I was like, oh, man, wouldn't it be cool if Cousin Mark just happened to walk by and it would be <laughs> the perfect way to handle this because we didn't want to. You know, it's like you want to give people their privacy, but we were out and about along the street. Yeah, and it was it was perfect. It really was lovely. It was so. Um, it was just this moment of like quaint, sort of city life, like mini city life. Yeah, little small town, flash, yeah. tiny city. Tiny city. I don't know what you would call something like that, but that's what it was. And it was perfection. You drink the coffee, which is so exciting. I do. Uh, I've joined joined the club of coffee drinkers. Theirs was actually quite good. I was enjoying that because they give you the little crap and it keeps it nice and hot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And we snagged the last apple. And for whatever reason... The waitress just never expected us or asked us to leave. We were there for like two hours. Yeah. I was there. I was there for the second. We were there for hour number two. And uh, just a lovely day. Lovely weather. I mean, it was a little sprinkly, but it wasn't hot. Yeah. Towards the end, we we almost got rained out a bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it was just lovely and what else? That was that was my opener. I have a whole list of things to talk to you about. Yeah. Well, let's let's get started with this third one. Let's see. <laughs> oh my god, I'm looking. I'm like, what's the third one? I, I don't know whole... why I picked the third, but <laughs> let's I have a... Wait, we just crossed off number one. Six and I have seven. Oh, 
Do you have some? I don't want to. They're like little itty bitty things. Yeah, I don't have any. I know you. You told me one earlier, so stay tuned. Yeah, that's the meatiest one, and I haven't. Okay. Um, number three is that I um athletic news. Oh, <laughs> super the surprising. Sport. The sports <laughs> section. <laughs> Today's news in sports is that I signed up to run my first 5K race. Oh, yes. You told me about this. Congrats. <gasps> Did I? I'm so sorry. I thought it was breaking news. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, what? <laughs> How many K? What? I've never before run a 5K, uh, and the one I signed up for is Miles for Melanoma. Mm -hmm. It is the very last weekend in August, which means I have 10 weeks to train, which is a good thing, because turns out I'm going to need to train. Yeah, as, yeah. as one does. Yeah, right. as one does. You think you're just going to run it, but you're not. Yeah. I've I've never run anything. Ah, oh, I've only ever run out of time. Ah. Uh, oh, so painful. Um. So yeah. So started started the running game. Um. Not gonna give you any times for what my mile is at the moment, but I wouldn't know the difference either way. <clears throat> Me neither. I'm still <laughs> learning all of this. I can't, like. I can't believe I'm doing this. Well, cousin, uh, great Scott ran a serious race, like a 10 mile. Oh, right. Yeah. And that was, I have mad respect for that. And I, but I was inspired by that. So I thought, you know what? Maybe I can do a little one. Cause I do walk almost every day, a good amount. Like I probably walk three miles a day. Oh. Um, so that I can do. I know I can at least walk slash run something, but the running for many miles at a time is no joke. Yeah, I I believe it. Yeah. Come down and join me, or maybe you'll cheer me on. I'll cheer you on. Hooray! <laughs> Thanks. Um well and, in our in the second section of sports news. Yeah. Um I am I went back to my first roller derby practice on hey, Sunday. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. And it was fun. Only crashed once. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> is this like, are these people that you used to skate with or is it a new crowd? So it's the same group. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll name drop uh, Penn Jersey. Nice. It's the name of the team. Um, they have. So there's like the rookies thing that you go through when you're first starting out. Okay. Before you can advance to more intense practice. So I am going, I passed rookies. Woohoo! But I'm going back because, as I put it before, the muscle memory is all there, but the muscles. <laughs> They went away. <laughs> the muscles forgot to stick around. 
Yeah. <laughs> you just have the memory of muscles now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that makes so much sense because I sort of feel that with running. Like, I, I never was a runner, but mm-hmm. I would do the elliptical. And once I got out of doing that, going back to it, it's like, oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I believe that. And I'm always surprised. I think I'm always surprised because you think of legs as being always in shape because you walk around, but no. Yeah, it's different like parts of the legs that you yeah. don't realize. That's like, exactly it. They're oh, it's like oh, shins are a thing. <gasps> My shins. The first day that I legit tried to see how far I could run. Mm-hmm. Uh, my shins were like on fire. Yeah. Does that happen to you? Because my husband, John Conway, who's lovely, he's a lovely human being. And he's also very committed to work, very intense workouts and running and biking. And he does a lot of physical activity all year, all the time. And so he was like, I'm not feeling now. He's not a runner though. So even for him, it's like building up stamina. Like when we go running together, mm-hmm. it's still a workout for him. But he was not having the shin burn like I was. Like mine, it stopped me a couple times. Like I was even, uh, every everything else about me, I could have kept going. But the shins were just burning. Wow. Yeah. You, yeah. I think with roller skating... Mm-hmm. It's a lot in your knees and your lower back as well. Mm-hmm. I believe that. And it's it's like it's gaining new muscles again. Yeah. For you to, for you to be able to use. Yeah. And like your hips, everything. It's like everything's connected to everything else. <laughs> the hip bones connected to yeah. the <laughs> and- that brings us to our first song segment. <laughs> <laughs> it really is crazy. Um, but the good news, the good news is that the shin burn was only day one mm-hmm. for some reason. It was like, I think they say like when your muscles are breaking down, like I think acid comes out or something. And that's what the burn is, which is like, I hate even thinking about. <laughs> but... Um, this is my second week and I don't have that same, same amount of pain for sure. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. So that's been, it's been really interesting because I never liked committing to something that I would do in the morning, especially not exercise. (laughs) (laughs) Because, uh, I always was so devoted to writing and I think I need a little bit of a break like right now from an intensive writing practice in the morning. So this is a good other, other thing to do. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. So we're both into something for the summer. That's awesome. Love it. Love that for us. Love that for us. <laughs> <laughs> So pick another number between one and seven. Okay. Um, let's go. You know, let's go seven. Oh, such a good one. Beach House 2020, Ocean yes. City, New Jersey, coming up. Coming this summer. 
coming this summer. Well, hopefully, I don't know if you're going to join in on the on the action. I'm going to do my darndest too. I believe you. I believe that you mean that. Thank you. Um, yeah, I'll have to check with with work and and see see when I can come down. But definitely for weekends, there should be. I should make an appearance at least at least once. That's fantastic. This is the beach house is the beach house where space trash began. I'm going to say three years ago. Wow. <gasps> three years. We've been, we've been doing this for three. Well, is that correct? I feel like the idea formed during the summer and then we started maybe September. ish. That makes sense because it would have been 2019 fall of fall of 2020 was the election did we start with the election it was pretty close beforehand that we start i think it was oh we're starting a podcast this is fun and then a couple in it's like Oh, the world. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> but I don't think... I think we... Uh, I gotta I gotta see something. Yeah, maybe we're not doing math right. And... Because I think we've... This we've, isn't a math podcast. We're not. That's not what we're here for. Definitely not. It's deceiving because you might think it has to do with space or math. It doesn't have to do with any of that at all. The trash is on brand. <laughs> the trash is on brand. That is true. We just throw things out all the time on this show. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll get back to you on the first episode. I so, Somehow I feel like we had a whole year of buildup to the election. And 2019 was COVID times. Right. Well, were we at the beach house because of COVID times you were there and nobody, your family wasn't? COVID times was 2020, correct? Was 20, it? 2019, I think the end is like, that's where it like began in China. And then like February 2020, it was like, oh, something's going on in China. And then when? March happened. When? Like everything, everything shut down. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It was 2020 that the COVID hit. January, because January 26, 2020 was my son's birthday. And I was away at a convention. And very sadly, Kobe Bryant died in a helicopter crash on the same day. And that was the trip when I was in California. And on the way home from that trip, there were like a handful of people wearing masks. Wow. Yeah. Face masks. And it was like COVID was a whisper, but nobody really was sure what the heck that was all going to be about. So, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
wow holy moly we really did just we just jumped into the thick of it yeah it's felt it's felt like five years yeah that's probably it that's probably it it was like every week was a thousand years yeah if you had, <laughs> if you had told me covid started in 2016 i would be like that sounds right <laughs> checks out exactly that's exactly it which um what was I going to say? Which sort of is not really a total segue, but it kind of is. I started watching the January 6th committee hearings. Oh, right. Oh, man. Yeah. I watched the opening, like, I want to say half hour plus the video that they made. Oh, right. We were talking about this. Mm-hmm. At our impromptu brunch. Yeah, over the coffee. It is so wild. I mean, the whole premise is this this violence and this overtake of the capital was in no way like unplanned. It was not like spontaneous violence. Wow. It's crazy. It's crazy to watch it again because it was over a year ago. It's like a year and a half ago now. Yeah, that's it's terrifying and Oof, it's chilling yeah like ugh, these 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 are the people in charge of our our government and uh yeah they, they let this stuff happen yeah i'm very curious what is gonna come of this but i will say like watching Bill Barr, they had footage or they had by video an interview that they did with Bill Barr, who was the attorney general when Trump was still president. And he was on video saying, I told the president repeatedly that any talk of election fraud is bullshit. Mm. Mm, like all the inner Trump inner circle is saying this we all knew that this was a, a lie. This this election fraud was a total lie. Wow. Mm. wow. So I think their case that they're building is that Trump made this insurrection happen on purpose by igniting the crowd by telling them lies. Yeah, that that seems to check out. Mm -hmm. Yes. So then eventually I'm assuming they're going to accuse him of uh, carrying out a coup, trying to overthrow the U.S. government. Yeah. And that, that can't end well. Mm. I, and I hate to think this way, but like, is anything going to happen? Yeah. That's what the tweeters are tweeting. Because everyone's so exhausted of, like, breaking bombshell news. You know, some, mm -hmm. some, some criminal accusation. It's like, yeah, but this has been going on. This gentleman, this guy, not gentleman, this person, yeah. this human... He's been, what is he? He's like 76 or so. He's, he's old and he's been doing this his whole life is all lies. Yeah. And I mean, I'm sure, I guess his parents were rich as well. 
Mm-hmm. And like, it is how the rich people think. Like, yeah, they can buy whatever they want. They can buy the election. Yeah. They can buy a country. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And it's it's wrong and it's insane and but at the same time it's like i don't know the money money has power and yeah it's just inherently shitty and yeah yeah Yeah. and being able to watch this all play out is i think it's eroding people's trust in consequences and the legal system and everything else yes yeah Mm-mm-mm. what I, was our slogan what were the news as we think the news as we think we might have heard it <laughs> that's it that's it that was our coverage of the january 6th committee hearings thus far <laughs> they only had two um two sessions there was supposed to be a session this morning but it got canceled or postponed they didn't say the reason why oh oh. but then they said then they said don't read into the reason why it's just that there was so much video that we had to compile that we didn't have enough time to do it yet Oof. oof there is video man it's wild because like the video they put together, I think is 11 and a half minutes or something, but it's all time stamped, like what happened that day and when they breached each, you know, step of the Capitol and then broke the window and then got in and like where they went, and what they said. And it's just chilling. The, the end of the video is like after you've watched, you know, the screaming and the chaos and like the off police officers knocked to the ground and just utter chaos and the screaming like hang Mike Pence and all these things you hear Trump's voice as you're watching like the the insurrectionists crawl throughout the Capitol building and he's saying all of the all of these people came in peace and we love them very much there's love in the air (gasps) I mean you couldn't make a film like, it's just that we are watching this take place is unbelievable. Yeah, we are. These are unprecedented times. <laughs> it is. And it's like, meanwhile, we're supposed to just report to the office every day. Right. And that's totally normal and fine. Yep. I mean, the the cognitive dissonance or whatever the word, whatever captures that. It's just bonkers. We're all nuts. We're all nuts. We are. And I decided to get sober. And that brings me to number. Where do you hear this one? Yeah, you you pick. I pick two numbers. You pick a number. Wait till you hear this one. I'm thinking about investing, which means being a little tiny partial owner of a company that makes non-alcoholic liquor. It's called Drink Monday. Mm-hmm. I never thought about investing in a like a new, a new anything. Like investment is not something I do. 
But yeah. I'm thinking of doing it. Oh, I, <laughs> I, I like the idea. I think investing's weird because it's like, I don't know. Okay. They say it's like gambling, but I guess if you're investing in a company that you care about and that yeah. you want to see succeed mm -hmm. and you're helping them help you in a way it's very yeah and i don't know so i don't know the like the interworking the intimate details so i'm going to attend a session tomorrow where they're going to talk about what investing in this company actually would mean Ooh, okay but they are their non-alcoholic liquors for me are the best. I've tried almost like everything I could get my hands on and they're just wonderful. Like their gin is a legit distillery in California and I think it's fantastic. And their products are a lot of what is at Volstead when we went to that. Oh, right. Yeah. Zero proof bar. But some of the statistics are really fascinating. Like they, this company started in 2019 and year over year, they said that the sale of non-alcoholic liquors has gone up 509%. Wow. That's crazy wild. And that millennials and younger, of course, you'd have to be 21, but I think Gen Gen Z, some of them are over twenty one, right? I think, I think so. Yeah, I think so. But in any event, as you get younger and younger generations, less and less alcohol consumption is happening. Mm. So, like, it's so fascinating because it's kind of like when I was writing my book proposal and you have to do like a market study and you have to say like, what are the trends? Why would this be relevant? Why would people spend money on it? And you kind of look at the demographic and say, here's what's happening across the board. And here's why our product is so on point, like trendy right now. And I just thought, mm, this could be a thing. Like if, if I got in right now, yeah, you know, wouldn't that be neat? That would be so neat. That's enough. That's our financial segment for the evening. Oh yeah. We had sports. We had finance. We have like a whole program. We do. Get give us another number. <laughs> I want to get into, for sure. I want to get into this Instagram post that we were briefly touched on today. Yes. It yes, is I about. I have it queued up here because I had to read it like 14 times. It's so meaty. It's so interesting. It's this post about stop modifying yourself to please others. Is yes. like the overall theme. Yeah. Can I read yeah. it? Is it too much if I read it or is it good to refresh our memories? Let's refresh our memory. I think now that I clicked on it, I didn't realize it was a a six-parter. I yeah. just read the first one and I was like, that's awesome. I love it. And now, yeah. oh, yeah. there's more awesome. There's two. So there's two things. So the first, first it says, this chapter of my life is, oh, I should give credit to Gia. 
Gialex? I don't know how to say this person. Oh, Gialex? Gaia? Okay. G-A-I-A-L-E-C-T. That's her handle on Instagram. This chapter of my life is called why do I insist on over-communicating and trying to find a deeper reason for their behavior so I can understand them more when I should just focus on the fact that their behavior is not aligning with what I need right now so I can move along? And then there's a portion of it. In short, I need to stop over-communicating and trying to understand people. De- I just read that. Did I read this wrong? Uh, no, I think it's... I'm on... Did I do one? Yeah, okay. So then the second part of it says, in short, I need to stop over-communicating and trying to understand people deeper because it ends up with me meeting them where they are at when in reality, I want them to meet me where I am at. If they can't, that means it's not a good fit and I need to accept that. Mm-hmm. That blew my mind. And then she towards the end she gets into um i'm just trying to understand understanding the why isn't going to magically make their behavior change or make them become what you need so what's the point of understanding are you trying to see where you can modify yourself Are you looking for a good reason to modify yourself? Like if they explain something to you that makes sense, just like that, your wants and needs are out the window. Why? What sense? Have standards and stick to them. Yes. Oh my God. That was like a whole mind-blowing... It's like an epiphany. Yeah, yes. It just kind of sets something off in your brain. Yeah. When you're, I guess, I can, like, especially in the context of, like, a romantic relationship, I know I can be, like, a people pleaser. Yes. And it's like, okay, but this relationship is supposed to be mutually beneficial yes what not like what am i getting out of this but like how do i benefit is this a good fit yes i think i skipped did i i skipped the middle part which talks about that because I was thinking of it also as part of a romantic love relationship. And of course, my romantic love department is married 15 years to the same person. Your romantic love relationships are you are in the dating world. Yeah, is a mess. Oh, God. <laughs> Do we need to break that down? Do we need to get into this? Uh, not, not this episode. We don't. Okay. Because I was thinking where she gets into this that's interesting for you and I is because she says, now this is specific for when you're just starting out in a friendship 
friendship slash relationship, I would say, with someone, if they're already making it difficult and you're already compromising so much of yourself to fit their lifestyle and that isn't what you want, then it's a no-go. Which is, so she's talking about when you first meet someone. So like yourself, when you meet a guy and you start the relationship, like, have, like what's the soonest... You don't have to answer this. I'm just thinking because I'm curious. Like when you were dating someone, mm-hmm. would like would this happen soon in the relationship, like early in the relationship, or deeper into it when you start realizing, like, hmm? Because what this post is saying to me is that you're spending more time trying to understand them than they are trying to understand you. Mm-hmm. But then also the second piece of that is that the reason you're trying to understand them is so that you can modify yourself to fit the way that they would prefer that you be. Is that the way you read it? Yeah, I think, yeah, I feel like in the past I've done that subconsciously mm-hmm. where I'm like, Oh, they said this, I'll adjust. Mm-hmm. And then like, Oh, I said my opinion and they disagreed. So I'm going to put it. So I'm going to put that opinion away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. Or what I have done in the past is not the distant past either. Cause I, I've had this, for some reason, this post struck me as something that's happening to me now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not saying just with my husband, I'm saying like in, in many relationships more than I realized, but it's like, not only do I put that opinion away, but I will start questioning the opinion I had like to begin with, like, it's like, well, was that the wrong opinion to have? And I think, you know, sometimes I think what happens is if you're married for a very long time or you're dating someone for a length of time, you get into patterns where you get used to each other and you know each other so well But then when one or the other person goes through a major life change, in my case, sobriety, you you sort of level up like in your perception of what you've put up with or what you the things about yourself that you want to work on changing, you know, and then all of a sudden you find yourself being very aware of things that you do where you kind of shrink yourself in order to not. Um, make things more complex or, or require the other person to do a little bit more work to understand you and meet you where you are. Yes. If that makes sense. Like some part of this post to me was saying, because in my mind, it was always like, that was something I was very proud of myself about this ability to listen and understand and get to the deeper, you know, like understand a person at their deepest level. Yeah. But then there's part of that is like, 
But if you're doing that in order so that you can modify yourself, then that's not exactly the best way to go. Yeah. It's almost like you kind of can't understand yourself anymore. Yeah. Like you give, there's something, there's like you cross this line because of course you want to spend time understanding and listening, Mm -hmm. but then there's like an excess there. You can do that too much. And then instead of listening to your truth, because that's what she said is in the end is like, have, what did she say? She's so great. I started following her immediately. Yeah. She says, um, are you looking for a good reason to modify yourself? Like if they explain something to you that makes sense, just like that, your wants and needs are out the window. Why have standards and stick to them? Ooh, hmm. Yeah. I like that. Have standards for yourself where you're like, you know what? I'm not going to go. One of the things that I think can happen is you go round and around explaining yourself. That's happened to me where it's like, wait, why am I explaining this? I don't need to explain anything. I feel the way I feel. And that's the end of it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's fair. I probably should have had better examples. Maybe next time I'll have better examples. Next time for our You don't romance- need to explain why you don't have examples. <laughs> I just feel like I feel like a good segment would be like love, romance, and dating. Ooh, I don't yeah. know. Like we could have little segments and that could be one of them. Like what goes on in these relationships? They're so complicated. They are. It's like relationships and situationships and... Ooh, situationships. Yeah. I never heard that. It... Let me tell you. Please do. Tell me what that is. I love that. Oh. It's... I don't know. I guess... There are people where it's like... I guess in particular for for gay people, I guess it's difficult, like when you're growing up, oh, maybe you, you don't know any other gay people because everyone's in the closet or whatever. Yes. Wow. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. So it's like, oh, who do I relate to? Yeah. And then, okay, you're an adult you're out of the closet, fine. You're kind of thrust into dating mm-hmm. the time. And you might date people and realize, oh, we're not good romantically, but we can stay friends. Mm. And then there's kind of the, oh, are we romantically or are we just friends? <gasps> yes. And is that a situation, Chip? All of them are. I feel like, yeah, more the latter. Yeah, yeah, is, yeah. Is where it gets tricky. And it's like, oh, well, if I do end up finding a romantic partner, what what does the situationship turn into? Mm, so is a situationship before a relationship or they can happen at the same time? It could be. And now with, like, 
there's open relationships. There's polyamorous relationships. Yes, those fascinate me. And like, who's who's cool with what? Like, (gasps) yeah, is there? That's a really good point. Like, I was thinking if I were on the dating scene now, it would be so different than when I was dating 24 years ago, however long. Yeah. Because there's so, well, I don't know if this is true of the general population, because sometimes I think basing my my world experience just on like my social media feeds is not fair because they're so heavy liberal or or open like I just and I feel like art arty as well like I feel like if you're on the art scene you follow writers and painters and you know comedians like there's not so much the social standard of like what's what our parents and grandparents grew up with right it is more forward thinking and Mm -hmm. why Mm -hmm. do these establishments exist yes exactly and uh, like even i mean i think labels serve their purpose you know like not labels but um but you just kind of realize, like, the more you talk about sexuality and gender and relationships and all the many millions of combinations of how we could do love, it's like you just realize that you could never, there could never even be enough letters in the alphabet. Do you, if, if I'm yeah. saying that correctly, like, because. I mean- we literally, it's now LGBTQIA2+. Yeah. Um, did I see even more than that recently? There, there probably is more. Yeah, it was like a number. There was a two in there. Right. Um, Two-spirit is, um, <gasps> it's a Native American um, I don't, I don't want to call it like a sexuality or gender but it's a, it is something they can be. That just sounded so beautiful, Two-Spirit. Yeah, and it's, it is a Native American thing, actually. Okay, okay. Mraz tried, heard about it, and was like, I could be this. And then Native Americans were like, no, Jason Mraz, you can't. Uh- and where did you come from? <laughs> <laughs> and what rock, pray tell, did you crawl out from underneath? <laughs> <laughs> With your two spirit wishes. Right. It's so beautiful, though. I don't, I just feel like there's a woman that I follow. Maybe you've heard of Glennon Doyle. I've heard the name, definitely. Yeah, you've probably heard the name. She wrote uh, The Love Warrior, and she is my age. She is married to Abby Wambach, who's a woman's soccer star. Right. Yeah, but in any event, um, she was speaking about 
gender for herself. And she said, I don't feel like a man or feel like a woman. Like, is gender something that you feel inside of you? Because when she asks herself, what is my gender? She doesn't have a clear identification with either one, either of the two binaries. Yeah. And I just thought the truth is every single human is their own little world. You could never, you know, like it's just, there's, you could never, the idea of defining anyone by their sexual preference or their gender identification, like if, if you carry it out to the nth degree, it's like trying to pin someone, I guess, I know I'm rambling, but I was trying to bring it back to when you were saying about dating and it's like, what are you into? I feel like that's something everyone should ask everyone else. Yeah. Yeah, it's. But I don't know. I don't know where you start. Like, I don't know if that's like you meet up for dinner and then you're like, let's talk about all that stuff. Like, do you pick one thing to start with? I don't know. Where do you even begin? Right. Where do you? And it, like sometimes on dating profiles, it'll be like, oh, I'm like, I'll be like, I'm single. I'm in a polyamorous relationship. I'm mm. or like, it'll be like into men or into women or into both or into non-binary. And okay, it's all very... Like if someone's pansexual or asexual, uh, even. Yes. Or like demisexual, demiromantic. Tell me about demi. What's this mean? This is, it's like sort of, I guess demisexual is like you are open to sex, like a sexual relationship, but it's you'd probably be fine without it. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I don't know if that's exactly right, but. You know what? Mm, Yeah, go ahead. It's, yeah, there's a lot of stuff I didn't even like think about, I guess, but. No. And it's like, oh, maybe like, you can be it's like different levels of sexuality different levels of romance like someone could be bisexual but one only a relationship with someone of the opposite gender or same gender or whatever yes it all calls into question these these traditional ideas that all somebody wants is to end up married or all somebody wants is a relationship where sex is like, you know, one of the most important things in the relationship. But some people are saying, actually, it's not that important to me that like the act of it. Yeah. It's like, there's other stuff that's more interesting to me. Yeah, for sure. This is saying demisexual people only feel sexually attracted to someone when they have an emotional bond with the person. Mm, yeah. It can be gay or straight. Uh, okay. 
this is very this is people really knowing who they are to be honest yeah it's about knowing knowing yourself and not people pleasing that's it not modifying your desires and wants and interests in order to fit into someone else and it's so i just part of me wants part of me is so curious what i would be like out there what would i be like because i never got to really think about i never asked all these questions of myself it was just very you do you know what i mean you date the guy you get engaged you get married and then they can and then <laughs> <laughs> Straight people haven't really thought past that. <laughs> yeah. They're like, well, then, I don't know, whatever happens at the end of a Disney movie, that just carries on until you die. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, that's not yeah. true. Like, all of these things going on in society are making me question myself and want to re-explore some things, you know? Yeah. You, I thought of a hell hilarious to me exercise you could do yes please tell me you write out you like print out a few pictures of yourself write out a dating profile <gasps> and then you give it to your husband and have uh, him swipe right on it <laughs> i actually love that idea i think that's so fun because I'm not saying this because I'm saying I'm trying to leave my husband. Not at all. I love him very much. But also at the same time, sometimes thinking you know someone, you can be surprised if you if you say to someone, no, be who you actually are. Be like, tell me your curiosities. Tell me what you're thinking about and how you see yourself and how you've evolved. And, um, yeah. Because I think there's the tendency in marriage to just assume you know everything. And then this may be where part of that post was coming out for me because it's like trying to express my new feelings and my new experience of myself in this world as kind of feeling like a renewed person requires my partner to then really listen and just trust that I know what I'm talking about because I'm talking about myself instead of trying to make everything be the way it always was. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because ch change can be scary when you think you know a person and you know everything about them and it's like, oh, I guess I really didn't because what you're doing is really surprising to me. Yeah. And then being open to that. It's the kind of like it feels a little risky, I guess. Like it does when you're first dating someone because you don't know. Yeah. It's like you're constantly dating them. Mm, I mean. You've been dating John for 15 years. Actually, I've been dating him for 21. Wow. Damn. Yes. Is that right? We started dating in the summer of 2001. Yes. So I did, I did math. Yeah, we did. We can do math. Here we, can, we can do it. We just did it. Yeah. So that's what's going on. I think this whole idea of understanding someone to the, 
to the extent that you stop listening to yourself and being yourself. Mm. Something that people in the dating world and the married world should look out for. Yeah. I've definitely been working on it. Yeah? Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I feel like I'm at the point where I'm like, well, if I stand for all my values, can I date anyone? <laughs> I'm like, can I date an exact clone of myself? Whoa. Without, <laughs> without what? Without killing him. <laughs> <laughs> that is the wild thing is like someone who's so much like you that it it drives you mad because that is some like there's some things about John and I that are so similar that it makes us mad at each other. Yeah. <laughs> because that you just don't want to. Well, we're both firstborns too. That might have something to do with it. I don't know if there's any truth to all that talk about firstborns should marry secondborns or I don't know what. But. Yeah. Interesting. If Whole any other topic. Any firstborns out there? Any firstborns? But if, then if it's like hit me up. <laughs> but then it's like, I think. Do you want something that's so easy? Like sometimes I think, the. If you do it respectfully. Like the arguments that John and I have had have brought us. To, to a higher level of understanding of one another at the same time, you know? Like, the challenges yeah. can be a good thing also. Yeah, for sure. It's tricky. There's a lot there. There's a lot there. But that post really made me... That really gave me pause, that post. And I read yeah. a lot of posts, but that one really... I thought that was we, pretty insightful. Yeah, we got into... that. That got a lot out of us. Oh my gosh. We take little naps after we do these. <laughs> <laughs> but I do have one thing that we can close on. Unless okay. you have something. But tonight is the strawberry super full moon. Ooh. And it is in my sign, Sagittarius. Oh. <gasps> And the moon should rise at 9.14, I think, is correct. And it's a super moon because it's super close to the Earth. So it should look bigger and brighter than usual. And it is strawberry, not because of the color, but because June in, like, farming is strawberry harvest season. Oh, okay. Yeah. And... I think this is so lovely. Cousin Val is at the beach this week for senior week. And so she's going to try to capture some photos of the super moon. Ooh. So Cousin Val is on the ground. <laughs> she's yeah. on the case. Oh, I might be asleep, but. <laughs> yes. I don't know if I'll be asleep or not. We're watching the second half of the movie Goodfellas tonight. Ooh. Everybody talks about Goodfellas. Well, I watched, because we saw cousin Uncle Owen, um, cousin brother, mm -hmm. 
Owen, oh. who does a fantastic impression mm-hmm. of Robert De Niro. Um, he recommended to me watch Midnight Run, which I did, and it's a fantastic movie that I would highly recommend. Okay. It's a good time. And so then we got into this whole mobster film theme. So I am finally watching Goodfellas. I don't. I have not watched Goodfellas. Mm-hmm. I have not watched any of the Godfathers all the way through. Oh, Godfathers. That's probably going to be next. Yeah. I I don't know if I'll last. I get, I, I get kind of bored of the gratuitous murdering of people. Right. And everyone's like, oh, they're the best movies and you have to watch them and they're great. And I, you know what? I am not trying to people please anymore. That's it. I'm going to tell you exactly what I think. And what I think is. It's not for me. I could do without it. And that's okay. And that's okay. I don't. I am not a fan of Joe Pesci in any way, shape or form. I'm sick of it. Watching him. (laughs) Um, De Niro, I do get a kick out of for whatever reason. I do find him compelling and I can watch movies with him in them. But the other guys, I mean, I, I, I'll i be able to say I saw it, but that's about it. Yeah. And that's, if if that will bring you joy, <laughs> that's, that's fine. It passes the time while I eat my ice cream, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good excuse to eat ice cream. Love, love that. That's I a nice cream boy. I love that. That's right. The ice cream boys. I hope that you're able to make it to the beach. We're going to have to work out some kind of our next episode. We'll see when it's going to be. Yes. And And. we covered all seven topics. We did really good. Yeah. Cruise right through them. Love it. Did you have a word? I don't have a word. I do have a word. (laughs) Okay. Do tell. Uh, my word is Stranger Things. Ooh. The Netflix series. Yes. Um, yes. I, just, I don't know if you watch or not. I don't. And it's funny. I attempted the first one and I didn't get into it. And then I had heard that it can be hard to get into if you didn't start from the start. Mm. But I don't know that that's true. I just worry that it might be true for me, but also it's not really my genre because it's like, and you don't have to, you don't have to meet me at my level. <laughs> oh <laughs> my god! <laughs> okay, How... no, I don't. I'm not trying to modify myself. Right. I'm just trying to tell you where I'm at. Of course. <laughs> However, I am going to say about this. Uh, the first half of the fourth season. Okay. Yes. And there is a scene um, featuring one of the characters. And do you know the song by Kate Bush, Running Up That Hill? I love that song. And now it's everywhere. And there's something about a grandfather clock. And I don't know why. Yes. It, it has to do with the show. <laughs> Okay. And an important plot point, but... Can you tell it or no? Um, 
I don't want to spoil it for anyone who hasn't watched it. Oh, okay. Sorry. We have Sorry. we have listeners. We do, and we have um, someone whom we love dearly, who even has a whole podcast dedicated to Stranger Things. We do. Uh, Into the Upside Down, it's called. That's a great name. It's so good. Um, okay. Um, okay. I do just want to say this scene set to that song running up that hill is probably one of the best scenes I've seen in recent television. Like, even if you don't watch the show, uh, I sent it to my friend foodie. Yeah. And he loves Kate Bush. He never watched the show, but he was like, damn, that's, that's intense. Oh, can you send it to me? I will send it your way. I love that song. I have been known to sing that song aloud while I'm working out. And it's such a good workout song. Ooh. <gasps> I'm going to listen to it on my training run tomorrow. Are you going to listen to it as you run up the hill? Yeah, it's going to be like <laughs> as I run up a building, too. <laughs> I'm all, are you coming to, to um, Liam's birthday party? I am. So it would be funny if I like arrived and I was all busted up and you were like, Cousin Allie, what happened? And I'd be like, I was running up that building, but I did have a problem. <laughs> Damn it, Kate Bush. I think, isn't she like, that song came out like a long time ago or something? Yes. Yeah, so the series is set in the 80s. Oh. So it's like current at that time. And it's, and they like play it through this cassette player. Oh, that's cool. Okay, it's, that's cool. See, I think I, um, is it, I think Stranger Things is kind of like a horror, horror? Yes. Yeah. So that's probably why I always end up turning it off. But I love that I could watch a little clip and know what in the hell everybody's freaking out about. Because there, what? Yeah, there's just these grandfather clocks everywhere. Yeah. And that song. But I'm happy about the song. I love it. I'll, I'll send it to you now. Okay, perfect. That's the perfect way for me to end the evening. Yes, with a YouTube clip that the audience cannot see. <laughs> sometimes i forget that we have viewers right this is basically just our <laughs> bi-weekly phone call but we have segments now i feel like we can have like weather <laughs> space news sports news financial investments um oh, romance horoscopes Gender of the week. Gender of the week. <laughs> Gender of the week. I feel like we, we should take questions. Like, dear space. You know? Like, what was that? Dear. Dear, dear Abby. Abby. Dear Abby, right? Yeah. Listeners, if you have any questions. Yeah, we'd love to answer them about love or dating or 
gender yeah. or marriage or space or, or tarot or roller derby writing art creativity Gay so stuff. much we do so much on this show yeah, we do when people when i tell people i have a podcast and they're like oh what's it about <laughs> i'm like no 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 <laughs> That's such a silly question. <laughs> it's kind of um tell tell them it's podcast non-conforming. <laughs> ooh, ooh. <laughs> is that good or is that should I not have said that? You have to edit that out. I think that's fine. I think we're okay. I'm saying non-conforming. Yeah. Because we don't conform. We, we don't, don't. Them at their level. <laughs> We really don't. I couldn't tell you what this is about. It's about everything. Yeah. Like yeah. Seinfeld was about nothing. Our show is about everything. Ooh, wow. Mm hmm. Space cast, a show about everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. It's perfect. Well, maybe we'll maybe we'll do live from OCNJ. Maybe we won't. Yeah. It's a cliffhanger. Yeah, we could record live on a Sunday and wait till Wednesday to upload or just upload Monday. You never, know. you never know. You never know. But until then, everyone, viewers, listeners, <laughs> um, where, wait, wash your hands. <laughs> Forgot it for a second. Wash your hands, wear a mask, and we love you. Bye.